Hi, everybody. Welcome into Sports Talk Chicago. Great to see all of you here with us all across the country on our great affiliates on radio and also having all of you here with us on YouTube at Sports Talk Chicago. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and hang out with us. 18,000-plus subscribers, and we appreciate all of you. Such a growing and fun community that we're a part of. Follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago. Happy Thanksgiving weekend. And for these first two segments of today's program, we have a legend here in the Sports Talk Chicago universe. He's a great friend of this program. He's actually made the most appearances ever on this show, which I, I think he might know about that. But he's a sports radio pioneer, sports radio legend, host of the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, and a contributor to the Barroom Network. Great friend of ours. It's Mike North. Mike, how are you? I love you, buddy, and uh, happy Thanksgiving to you and the crew. And I got to tell you, it's an honor that I've been the most uh, – uh, I've been on the most uh, on your show. Thank you very much, John. And I hope that we continue to do it. And may everybody stay healthy coming up at this uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas and everybody else. And remember all those wonderful things you say on Thanksgiving. You'll forget about them by January, but try to stick to most of them. You know what I'm saying? You know, let's try to get along and <laughs> let's hope for the best and, you know, all this other stuff. And by, you know, by December 10th, you're, you got a knife out. So just, just, uh, you know, Enjoy. Have a great Thanksgiving. It's great you got a bag. No, I've been reading. I read in Jim O'Donnell's column, John, that the Herald out there, a great newspaper here in the Illinois area, six, seven new affiliates are catching up every day, my friend. So it's great to be on. Well, thank you, Mike. Thank you for those kind words. It's great to have you here. Um, there has been so much going on in Bears universe that we're going to get to, and it feels like we're a little bit overdue. This is my fault. So I'm happy we're catching up now. There's so sure. much happening. That's all right. I want to start with this. Your overall thoughts on this Bears season so far are what? A disaster. Absolute disaster. Every week they're trying to dress it up with this guy did this or that guy did that. Somebody's getting better. Somebody's going to be a big star someday. You know, there's all talk. It's all rhetoric. Uh, you know, the quarterback uh, uh, has a joyride I've never seen in my 60 years of of arguing about sports. I started arguing about sports when I was 10. And there's no way on any street corner. And what's funny is when I leave, you know, the studio or when I'm out done with the odds couple and I see people and you'd see people on the street, I see people taking a different take towards fields and the bears. than I read on Twitter that he's a franchise quarterback and all that. So I don't know if it's the people on radio or the media. It seems to be that's promoting him. I mean, you can break down. I mean, I saw the other day Brian Baldinger breaking down a great play by Justin Fields on tape. He goes, look, at not too many guys could do this. And with all due respect to Brian, I love him. Now, I can cut you up 10 pieces of tape of passes that he should have made, passes that he missed. And passes that he doesn't see, but you don't see that as much. I know on my podcast, um, uh, the Mike North Press presser that I do with Aldo Gandia, Aldo uh, has broken down fields missing receivers wide open. But where do you see these scouts or where do you see these TV analysts? Well, because they're all in the pot for him. He, you talk about a double tier of justice in this country. There's a double tier of justice for quarterbacks. Mitch Trubisky was 29 and 21 through 64 touchdowns, 37 interceptions. He went to the playoffs twice, won 11 and three one year. 
and I, and I got to hear he's a bust, and then what's this guy? That's all. I just want an answer. And people tell me, and, and they'll bring everything. Well, it's the team around him. No, you got DJ Moore. You got capable receivers. You got Komet. You traded Montgomery, but Herbert and his other guys are good. So I'm trying to figure out when's it going to be his fault for some of this. He's 0 and 8. They don't tell you this on Get Up. They won't tell you this on uh, the Stephen Smith show. I mean, I'm seeing people telling me this is why he's got the chance of your franchise quarterback. No. Herbert's a franchise quarterback, and he's not winning. You got Watch Herbert and Allen, and then tell me Justin Fields will ever be them. The answer is a big fat no. I'll just look at you like, are you out of your mind? You got a backup quarterback two and two. The bare backups are six, six and seven with this team. And he's six and 26. He's <laughs> 0 and 8 when he's got the ball last with the chance to win the game. So there's no clutch gene in him. You could say whatever you want. He threw for the same amount of pass yards last week as Bajan. And I'm hearing and I'm reading from people that this is why. They're going to stick it out with them. Well, you know what? I don't have no problem with them sticking out with them. Bring him and Bajan back and bring every backup you can find from Mitch Trubisky to Minshew. I watched Pete Carroll, John. They lost Russell Wilson. If that was the Bears, it would take them 20 years to replace him. But you got a 71-year-old coach who I would take in a heartbeat who has a system. He plugs in a backup named Geno Smith, and I'd take Geno Smith tomorrow. If Pete Carroll was coaching him. So sooner or later, if you trade up for a guy like Justin Fields, you got to stop that he's a project or it's not his fault. That's on his record and everybody in football knows it. It's just the 70% of the bear fan base and 90% of the media that is trying to tell you it isn't. I've been around a long time. I've never seen a joy ride for a guy like the media has given him. That's a great point, Mike. How aggravating is this for you? Because mm-hmm. you and I have done shows for years on this yeah. program discussing the Mitch Trubisky, quote-unquote, uh, media coverage around him. So how interesting, how aggravating is this for you to see this reversal where they hated well, on Mitch, Mitch is gone, he did great, yeah. and now with Fields, they're loving on him, and he's right. a 6-25 and quarterback. He's given, well, 6-26 and now, he's he's given himself, uh, he's been had the joyride of his life. I mean, I'm glad he can run. Fine. That's not how. That's not going to win you. Brad Big said it. Brad Big said if he runs like that every game, he'll never last. He's not right now at that point where he could come in and be a Herbert. I, I I heard the stuff with Cutler. I've heard it all. Mitch Trubisky was the best. The Mitch Trubisky is the best starting quarterback the Bears have had since before Jay Cutler. He was 29 and 21. Jay was 51 and 51, 500. This guy won despite Nagy, and then they shoveled him along. They brought Fields in for some reason. I didn't like it. So I'm tired of being asked to explain my Mitch stance. Explain your field stance to me. And don't give me the pre-draft hype. That's what everybody's going, he's going to be good. Yeah, no, <laughs> not yet. 
Maybe he will. But don't paint a picture and show it to me and say it's in color when it's in black and white. I've been around too long to fall for this bull crap about him being a franchise quarterback. If you really think the Bears will win a Super Bowl with Justin Fields, you're out of your minds. You're all out of your minds, period. And that, and the same with Bajan. At least Bajan's two and two. How do you go two and two with the same team? That's all. These are questions I never hear asked too much. They just say, oh, he's good. I mean, if he was applying for a job on another planet that had a football league, and the grand exalted czar said, come in. It says here you played for the Chicago Bears. And we have an intergalactic football league now that we're going to start on Mars. Why did you go 6-26? and 26? <laughs> Why I didn't go 6-26? and 26? It was the guys around me. Um, <laughs> we didn't have teams that were good. And every coach I had wasn't good. Well, did you bear any responsibility? Well, I felt bad, but the media and everybody covered for me, so I just kept going with it. And, uh, well, how do you explain that the other guy went 29 and 21? Well, they didn't like him for some reason. I don't know, you know, who knows why they didn't like him, but I guess because they were winning and they, you know, this coaching staff didn't really like him. So he was 29 and 21, and... It says here Mike North was the only guy really that liked him out of like 200 media members in Chicago. Yeah, well, well, how long's Mike North been around? <laughs> well, 32 years. He, you know, he's. And how about these other people? Well, they've been around a long time too. But he's. He, well, how many other quarterbacks did Mike like besides Trubisky? None. And how many did the other people like? Well, some like Foles, some like Dalton. Some sort of, uh, you know, love fields. Um, you know, Foles was a big favorite after the Atlanta game. 90% of the media jumped on for him, sir. But, uh, you know, we don't bring that up too much. Uh, I'm just trying to get going. I'm just starting to learn the game going into my fourth year next year. <laughs> that's, I mean, seriously. Right. It's so true. And, and that's, that, that, that's, that's how it would go. And and it, I, I, I've had people tell me they don't want to be wrong about fields. That's why, for some people, it's more important for them to be right about fields than for the Bears to actually win. Because I found it odd that not one person, not one, said, well, why don't we stick with Bajan? He went two and two. Because they didn't want to get run over. They don't want to get beat up. They don't want to be called everything from not knowing football to a racist. Period. They don't want they don't want to go through the aggravation of what they'd have to go through on social media. You know, my simple question is when they bring in the, the skin color, is that your defense? That I mean, what's your defense? That so you don't like it? I would take Lamar Jackson tomorrow. So shut the hell up. Take the race stuff and throw it away. I like the guy named Vince Evans back in the 70s. He was handled wrong. He played for USC. Had an arm like a cannon. They had bad teams. Not as good as the one Fields is on. I mean, I wrote for the Chicago Defender, so don't play the race card with me. I'm the first white guy to ever write for that paper. It's an all-black newspaper. Don't play that game with me. 
I could teach, I could teach African American history. So, so don't go down that road. And I would take Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, right now, I would take. Right now. Geno Smith. I'd take Baker Mayfield. I'm not kidding you. I'd take all these guys right now because I haven't seen the win gene. I haven't. And when people go, well, you just said Baker Mayfield. They went to the playoffs with Cleveland and in, in the infancy of when he got there. And Tampa's a better team right now. So all I'm saying is you got to report what you see. And people on the street, from what they tell me, what's everybody looking at, period? Mike, Mike North here with us on Sports Talk Chicago. And you couldn't be more, more right in terms of your on-the-street comparison to social oh. media. Because I talk to people every day, like you, and it's yeah. always, I don't know. I don't know about Justin Fields. I'm not that's really sold a, that's on him yet. the best answer you can get. Right. And I respect that because we don't know. But right now we know it's not working. Correct. Exactly. And you hear it from a cross-section of people. Then you get on the media with <laughs> Dan Orflowski's and the other people, and they're jumping ship. See, the national people will pick your quarterback. And then when it doesn't work on, they just move on to the next one. I mean, I got people actually that uh, that love fields that were all ready to, to, to draft Caleb Williams. And since he got beat up by Notre Dame, he's been seen crying in the stands with his mommy and shutting out the media. So I'd rather have Justin Fields any day of the week. I'm not a hater. But I'm not taking a Pac-12 quarterback. Bo Nix went to, went to Auburn. He got benched. He was touted to win a Heisman Trophy. He goes to Oregon, where they play no defense anywhere in that Pac-12, and he throws six touchdowns last week. And he's, on, and he's for the Heisman. People wake up. All you, you need a good team around these guys. you got to be able to project. And, and what, what I think about Bajan is, Bajan is playing with athletes that he never dreamt he'd play with. So when he'd throw a pass across the middle, the Division II receiver would be in stride to catch it. When he throw the pass over the middle to an NFL receiver, it was a yard behind him. But yet he adjusted and won two games. I see Justin Field. He played for Ohio State. He never dreamt he'd play with athletes that were inferior to some of the athletes he'd play, he played with at Ohio State. Follow along, folks. So now he's throwing balls or having enough time to throw four or five seconds at Ohio State where now he's got to get rid of the ball on any NFL team in less than three, and he can't. And when he does, it's a five-yarder. And people say, well, Mike, what was he supposed to do the last fourth, the fourth quarter? I get that. Iberflus is not a very good coach. We know this. I think Getsy's got potential. I don't know what happened to the Lamar Jackson package that the fields people that he put in the first three quarters in the fourth quarter. You do that, you got to, you're going to win the game. You played careful. You played not to lose. I don't blame Justin Fields for that. He busts his ass. Like I said, you can tell folks I'm not a hater. He busts his ass, but he's not winning. And now he's got a game coming up again. If he plays great, I'll come on this show 
He'd say, what a game. I've been fair with the guy. But you got to remember, I didn't want him. And I didn't want Mitch. I wanted Watson. This is so cleansing for me, John. I want you to notice. Thank you for letting me on. That's why we're here, Mike. I haven't, shut up here. For, I haven't shut up for 15 minutes because I got <laughs> so much stuff under my skin right now about this nonsense. Mitch Trubisky. I didn't want anybody else. Like I said, I'm not explaining anymore. He could start for this team tomorrow and this team would be better. I know it because I've seen it. Somebody said, well, he had a great defense, which is tiresome. I said, which linebacker threw the 67 touchdowns? <laughs> and I haven't heard from him. And then I had another guy. Well, you know, my, the, the defense is real good. And then they come into a match and they got the bench. Every, you know. Texas, right, right? He was good. And, you know, the defense was good. I, I just plainly asked them all. Seriously. Mitch Trubisky had five fourth quarter drives and eight fourth quarter comebacks for 13. It's let him down a lot the last couple of years, and they made the playoffs because he won four out of five. I don't forget this stuff. And then he was shuttled along. And he they would have gone to the Super Bowl, in my opinion, if Parkey makes the kick, and yet Mitch took the blame? All right. Mitch took the blame? Everybody that knows anything about football knows that kid killed us with the field goal. And yet two weeks later, after Parkey misses those field goals where we could have gone to the Super Bowl, Mitch is the scapegoat. Oh, we got to get somebody else. We finally find a quarterback. We get rid of him. Now, for people that think that Mitch can't start, that's not my job. Tomlin's had a bad last couple years. They were losing 10-6 last year. You have a guy with 13 fourth quarter drives or eight winning drives. And you take them out at halftime of a 10-6 game. Pickett comes in green, they lose, and they lose the playoffs by one game. Now, guess what? They fire the offensive coordinator, and guess who's next in line to be benched? Pickett. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so all, he, if, and somebody said, well, he's on George Hoffman. He says, well, he's on the bench for Pittsburgh. I said, that means they got two better quarterbacks at Pittsburgh. Then we got one. Don't use... The Pittsburgh Steelers is your barometer. They got six Super Bowls. They're paying Trubisky 20 million bucks, 8 million up front they gave him to sit down and hold a clipboard and be a good teammate and help this kid because he's been jagged around by them. And they apologized basically last year when they yanked him at halftime like happened to him in Chicago and said, at the end of the year, they said, we like you. Here's 8 million up front, 20 million for three years. He makes more than Justin Fields, folks. And he's the backup, period. Mike, we're going to be right back here on Sports Talk Chicago for segment two. Don't go anywhere, people. Mike North with us live on Sports Talk Chicago.